Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Jordan Mode. Here in the Dome, I have special guest, Lawrence Richards. Hello, Lawrence. Welcome to the show. Hello, Jordan. Thank you very much for having me. I mean, yeah, yeah. The pleasure's all mine. So tell us about yourself. I I know. I know the pleasure's all yours. I mean, look at me. I'm amazing. I know. I get it. Uh, well, everybody, uh, as Jordan just said, my name is Lawrence. Uh, I I do my own podcast as well called A Wee Touch of Madness, and I also am a co-founder of a small independent music label over here in the UK called Madness Records. Dang, that's... Uh, so you, you like music? You like everything audio? You're a specialist in that field? I'm not a specialist. I'm just the guy that does the paperwork. <laughs> okay, okay, I feel that, I feel that. So, like, obviously you like music, but what made you start out your own record label? Music label. You do that clarification, music label. There's a difference. <laughs> um, okay, educate there me. Is a, there, there is a difference. Uh, the difference is record labels, like, got all the big major labels, you know, Sony Music and Warner Music and all that. They're record labels, partly because they're big and major, and partly because they press vinyl. Uh, when you're a music label, you don't press vinyl yet. Until you press vinyl records, then you are a record label. It's just a, a small oh. legal term that a lot of people get caught up on. Gotcha, gotcha. It's like I, um, had, I actually had to listen to. Like potato, potato. Mm. Right, right. Pretty right. much. Okay, okay, cool. And so. But what got me into it? Yeah, what got you into it? Well, I, I manage uh, a hip hop artist over here in the called Big Q and we came up with the idea of starting the label and we'd had a couple of ideas that we threw against each other and you know we've been we've also been like friends for years but and all that so we were always kind of on the same wavelength of how to do stuff and then we just sat down one day and we were just like could we start our own label so that way we can we don't have to rely on other people putting our music out there we can just do it and then we went on from there we uh, we started in 2017 and we've been going on since then we've taken on a fair few acts since uh since we founded and we've published a lot of music since in that time mm-hmm. it's only hip-hop no no multi-genre Oh, okay. Like, uh, which ones? Uh, well, we've got hip hop. Uh, we've got a couple of subgenres of hip hop, like Juggalo, and uh, I think one guy on the on the label he does UK drill as well. Uh, we have rock. We have kind of pop rock sort of stuff. We have EDM as well. Uh, it, we kind of do various different sorts of music that we can't that we'd like to put out there to everybody. Mm-hmm. What is like one major difference of uh of like having a music label compared to any other like um business, would you say? People don't tell you about the hard work you've got to put in. <laughs> it's so much hard work. Um is you've got to get everything you've got to get and I'm gonna probably be boring a lot of um your viewers and listeners out there right now, but there's so much work you've got to put in, all the paperwork you've got to do. Uh, you've got to get yourself a distributor. If you if you haven't got the means to distribute it yourself, you've got um, you've got to sort out like the PRS 
over here in the it's, over here in the UK it's called PRS. Over in America it's called ASCAP. Uh-huh. Uh, you've got to get all that sorted, making sure, it, and you've got to sort out copyright as well, so no one can steal your music without you knowing. And so if someone does use your music without you knowing, it gets flagged up straight away. Then we know we can take action from there if we need to. So can you tell me how exactly how that music copyright works? Because I don't like know exactly all the details. How the music copyright works? Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't. I can't tell you. Can't disclose that, huh? I can't. I can't disclose that. That is um, information that we only disclose to the people on the label. Okay. But basically, to an outsider, just don't don't copy or take anyone's music. To an outs- to an outsider, unless you specifically ask for permission from the artist and or the label, don't take the music. Don't don't use the music in anything unless you have this, like written confirmation or they give you their express uh, permission to do it. I mean, like for instance, on on my podcast show, uh, which my label publishes, they publish they publish my show completely different to the label. I do it because I like I like to I like to talk to a load of people. But all the music that I have on my show, I have the permission from all of my guests to use their music on my show. So if it gets flagged up for pop, uh, on YouTube for copyright, I can just go, nope, done, sorted. But I have permission. That's why they're on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty convenient. That's nice. So that I would assume that makes like finding guests harder because you have an extra step to like ask them to use their music? No. No, no. Uh, it's a little bit different when you do uh, a music-based podcast uh, because all the musicians, artists, musicians, bands that come on the show, they, especially for my show that I do, I use it as a tool for free promotion for them. Okay. They come onto my show. They they talk about their their latest project, their latest EP, their latest album. So I'll either do an EP release episode or an album release episode where we'll we'll talk about a certain song play the song, talk about the next one, so on and so on and so on, get the story behind each song that they're trying to promote. So they know the music is going to get played and they send me the music files that I need when I do the editing to put into the show. So that that is them giving me their permission. And from it going up, if, they, if there's certain songs they don't want put up, they'll let me know and then I'll do it, pull it all out there and then. Okay. So what is the absolute minimum a person can like, like the criteria, the minimum criteria for you to like reach out to a person or, or for someone to come on your show? I usually just put an ad out on Facebook, to be honest. Oh. I put an ad out on Facebook and, um, and then I get bombarded with messages with people saying, oh, check out my music on Spotify or check my music out here. Let me know what you think. If you like it, I'd love to come on your show and all that. Uh, and um, I've got to say, I've a lot of music that I've been sent, I really do enjoy listening to it. Some of the music I get sent, I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe are you, are, you, are you actually being serious and being a musician or are you just doing it as a piss take? I mean, come uh-huh. on, mate. <laughs> yeah, like this ain't it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
So, so you have to be, you have to be good. Like, we're so much trying. You have to have passion. That, that is my, my one unwritten rule about doing my show is the guests that I have on, they have to be passionate about their music, about their craft, about why they want to get it out there, why they are doing music in the first place. That passion that draws me is I hear that passion and I can see the excitement in their face when I do my video podcast, the excitement in their face when they're talking about them. That just makes me feel like, my God, you carry on on this train that you're doing right now. You are going to go places. Don't lose that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important, what you said, passion. Like, if you lose passion, you're done. I think you're done for. You start treating it like a job, and then you start to not want to do it, and then you just give up. But if you have passion, yeah. you're going to keep going, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like uh, with you and your podcast and your music label, you're like, I love music. Yeah, I like talking to people. This is my passion. I'm sure it's fuck not giving up. I'm going to keep going. And that that's the same with me. That's the same with uh, a lot of, you know, just people who reach the top. They're passionate about their things and it shows. It shows. I've got to, I've got to ask though, mate, what is it with the fucking banana? Long story short, I went to a Halloween store, right? And I had two choices that I really wanted. It was a clan a can of white claw and a banana costume. And in the end I chose the banana because I thought being a can of a, a juice or something just wouldn't be as cool. Or as funny as a banana. I mean, look at me. You don't take me seriously, right? I'm. Well, I've. I've. This is actually the first podcast that I've been on where I've been the guest, so I'm a little bit like not too sure what to do and handle myself as oh. it is. But I'm looking at you in the banana costume, and it's, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to answer your question seriously, man. It's throwing me off my game. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what I love about it. See, it serves two purposes. It throws them off. It makes them comfortable, and you know, even when I'm goofy, I, I can be serious, and it can be the other way around. So, I mean, life's too short. I don't think you should be serious all the time. You know, there's a time and a place to have fun. You know, just work hard, play hard. That's my motto. Work hard, play hard. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. What pisses you off? What pisses me off? How much time have we got? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot that makes me mad too. So, what pisses me off? A lot of things piss me off, actually. Um, I try not to let a lot of stuff get to me. I'm I'm actually pretty a pretty laid back guy. I try and not let shit get to me. But there are a few things that do piss me off, like like people without the passion and in the craft that they do that pisses me off. like if you're doing it why aren't you passionate about doing it that pisses me off um it's a, a, a mu- musicians a lot of them piss me off as well a lot of musicians piss me off cuz that especially like the uh, a lot of DIY ones that you see they they release one or two songs and they think they 
could play in the biggest festival in the world straight away yeah. without doing all the hard work to it. And they're like, why am I not getting? Why am I not getting any fans? Why am I not getting any recognition? It's because you're not doing any of the work, mate. You're not promoting yourself. What's that about? That that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. That's like me coming out with one episode and thinking, why why is no one listening to my episode? Why am I not getting listens? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I fully intended to only do one season of my show. One season. That was it. I've just finished doing season four. Uh, I'm taking taking a month off at the moment whilst I try and revitalize my show a little bit. Yeah, I only intended to do one season, but it just kept going. I just kept getting people messaging me wanting to come on. I was like, fine, okay, I'll do another episode. Fine, I'll do another episode. <laughs> Holy fuck, four, four seasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fine, I guess I'll I'll do one for you, you know, since you asked and everything. Uh, that's cool, that's dope so as Yeah, for sure, I mean. Like, is this, um, do you recommend taking breaks? What? In in between, like, yeah, in like in your shows, yes. Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, I, I've noticed, especially with my last season, I was doing only doing. I was doing the episodes, just because, just so I had something to push out every week, just so that way I could keep up that mantra of having a brand new episode every week, uh-huh. and was getting because i work i also work a full-time job as well and i have a family that i look after so it was getting to the point where it was getting a little bit too much uh trying to run a label trying to do my podcast trying to you know do a full-time job trying to look after my family so taking a taking a a break every now and then would really help because it's like right not stressing about this stress about the other three things but i can't stress about this for a little bit little bit of time that's fine. And then come back and be like, right, okay, how am I going to do it this time? And then just flash out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dang, that sounds crazy. A full-time job, a, a label, and podcast. I couldn't even imagine that when I was working a part-time. I can't even imagine a full-time. Goddamn. Like, I'm, like, you just saying that just shows passion. Okay? So, kudos to you. Right. Um, I'm what, also... like what people sorry (laughs) sorry it's like what people say though if there's a will there's a way if there's something that you enjoy doing it what's stopping you from doing it you work a full-time job okay cool you have a family to look after yeah that's brilliant but what are you passionate about you're not if you're passionate about it why aren't you doing it you're trying to say you don't have enough time in the day don't make the time the time will find you if you want to do it yeah yeah, that's yeah. So, no, I was just gonna say I completely agree. But um, first, what I was gonna say is that I relate to your uh when you said the mantra of just releasing a new one every week. I feel like I've just gotten into the routine of just like putting one out on a specific day. And I haven't stopped, and I don't know if I should take a break, honestly. But I I like doing it because I'm passionate about it, right? And honestly, to take a break because if you don't take a break like I did, you will burn yourself out. That's why I'm taking the month break because I did kind of burn myself out a little bit with the the stress of trying to get a new episode out every week. 
take a take a break even if it is just a week or two take that break and you feel so much better you'll go back into the next season and you'll be like right how am i going to fuck up the world today let's mm-hmm. do this yeah yeah i mean yeah i took a week uh, a week break and i will admit i did feel a lot better it it put like uh my my mind it felt like it was opened and clearer cuz you know every week you're like you're so focused on putting something out right you're like boom 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 and you, you don't you never stop to think like i need a break you know cuz like your mind is i feel like it's clouded by the constant uh the constant you know working the churning of the episodes and and what you the last thing you said you were like Make time if you really like love something. Yeah, like I think a lot of people just they don't make. There's so much time in the day. Like I really think there's a lot of time in the day, but you just people don't really realize it because they fill it up with like, um, like I don't know, like watching TV, movies, and all that stuff where they're not like working, right? And like they could use that time to actually work on stuff, like um. Like a podcast or a label, you know, all the stuff or work to like better themselves, but they don't make that time. So, cause you know, they're not, they're not passionate about it. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, exactly. Like what the heck? The answer's right in front of you. Like it is. And it's uh, don't make the time. The time will be made for you. If you really want to do it, you will yeah. look, you will look back and you go, Oh, I could have used that out. I was working all day. I had an hour's break. What did I do in that hour? I just sat down, ate my lunch, scrolled through Facebook on my phone, or I watched a clip on a video on YouTube, passed the time. But that was an hour wasted. That's an yeah. hour wasted to just doing nothing instead of just going, right, okay, I'm on, a mal- I'm on an hour's break from work. What can I do? It's a little to-do list. Okay, I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. Oh, I really want to start this up. How can I do it? Research, search it. How do I start up my own little business in, I don't know, arts and crafts? How do I start up uh, my own podcast? How do I start up my own YouTube channel? How do I start this up? Blah, 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 blah. Use that time that you have. Like if, you're, if you have a dog and you're taking the dog out for a walk, put your headphones in, listen to some music and research on your phone whilst you're taking the dog out for a walk if you want a break from work. Research research stuff yeah yeah that's research is incredibly important i also think people i think they spend too much time thinking about how much time it's going to take for them to like do things rather than actually just doing it and then you know like so much time (laughs) yeah yeah they're they're wasting so much time thinking about doing it rather than actually doing it and then when you actually do it you realize it doesn't take as long as you thought like that's crazy. Exactly. It, uh, like I'll, I'll give I'll give everybody out there an, an example. Like on my show, uh, when I first started, it was only about twenty minutes to half an hour long per episode. Now it's up to an hour. One or two episodes that I've done have been two hours long. Uh, but I do the recording. That's the recording. That's like an hour. Two hours recording for raw footage that I've got. I go on after I've done the recording. I've got my editing software, which I taught myself how to do the editing by researching it on the internet. Mm-hmm. And that process can take me an hour and a half, two hours to do a full edit plus a trailer. 
but it's taken me four seasons to learn to get it down to an hour and a half of editing time at the start it took me a lot a lot longer to do the editing mm-hmm. oh yeah i've ah, you're making me think back to when i started and things are better now they're easier now but like back when i was started i didn't know shit of what i was doing i was like dude there's so much to edit like i want my audio to be crisp and clean and perfect but i like i spent hours editing like oh my god i i'm ashamed <laughs> i know it's, it's not easy yeah it's, it's, not, it's easy. not easy but what one thing that uh my head chef told me uh that's that stuck in my head is repetition 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 the more you keep doing the same thing the better you get at doing it yeah that's true true just uh keep at it keep at it you will get faster you will become more efficient and like man you're a cook is that right uh chef yeah chef chef by trade yeah not a cook i'm a chef there, there tell is me more about that, that. <laughs> tell me more about that what the difference is uh, okay a cook is someone who just works in a kitchen with no formal training mm-hmm. and like under themselves uh, a chef is someone who's actually trained learned to do the craft and even once they've done the training and they've learned they're still learning on the job to to this day i mean i've i've been chefing for about almost 12 years I'm still learning new things every day when I'm when I'm working. Yeah. But a cook, they just go in, they do the job, they go home. A chef, they they think about how can I make it better? How can I do this better? What is there a new recipe that I can do that my customers will fucking love? Oh. The, 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 so there is a difference. Again, it's passion. Okay. So you're eating good every night? No. I I don't cook for myself when I get home. I cook all day. I don't I ain't cooking when I get home. <laughs> okay. Okay. Damn. Uh, but I I went to culinary where I took culinary in a high school and I discovered that being a chef is not what I wanted it at all in life. No. No. Really not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm surprised how you how you're 12 years a chef. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's, are you passionate about cooking? Yeah, well, I am. There, there was. I am passionate about cooking, especially at the start of it. I was very passionate about cooking. I had dreams and ideas of having my own restaurant and doing doing all this crazy stuff. Uh, I'm then I started to after working in a couple of bad places that really knocked my confidence. I worked with some dickheads that were just, they were like old school chefs. So nothing you ever did was ever going to be good enough. And they would make, they would let you know that it was never good enough. That kind of destroyed my confidence a hell of a lot, but I kept going. And then I met my wife. And so I kind of got it back a little bit. Then we had our little boy, and then I was just like, right, I don't want to be in a kitchen 12, 13 hours a day, five, six days a week for the rest of my life. I want to do something else where I can actually spend time with my family. So kind of where the the label came came from, and then where the podcast came from, from, from that, like, I want to spend more time with my family. I don't want to be in a kitchen for the rest of my life. 
Yeah. So uh, I'm 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 lucky now. So I'm working in a in a chef job where my hours are, are absolutely fantastic. So I'm not in twelve thirteen hours. So I actually do get to spend time with my family and do all my other stuff that I'm doing as well. I just want to ask, how do you manage your time? Uh, poorly. <laughs> I listen to that and I'm I'm like I'm trying to wrap my my head around everything you just said. You're like I'm trying to envision your schedule, but I just can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't 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 it, don't try to envision my schedule because one you will have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and two, my schedule is non-existent. I I don't really have a schedule. I I have a to-do list that I do every day I, I write up a new to do to do first thing i do when i wake up in the morning is i make myself a coffee and i have a cigarette that's my first thing that i do the moment i wake up and then after that that is one thing off of my to-do list or two things off my to off more of my to-do list there and then and then the rest of it i just cross off as i go along mm. you like to be flexible depends on the circumstance mm-hmm because me, myself, I hate routines, but I do understand the to-do list of every day, because I like to, I don't like to do certain things at certain times, because I feel like I just, I don't know, like, routines just make me bored. I, like, I like to do them at, like, random intervals, like, every day. I treat every day like it's my last, or, you know, like, seize the day, carpe diem, that sort of thing, and I get what you're saying, like, let me ask you this. Okay. Out of everything that you're currently doing, what would be the number one, like, most passionate thing that you, you're doing? Like, music label? C- cooking as a chef? Or the podcast? Mm. Well, there's three things that I'm, I am really passionate about. That is being a husband and a father. Minus that. That Minus that. <laughs> okay. There's only two things then. Music label and the podcast. Yeah. Just to, those two. But which, which one? There's so, got to be one over the other. No. So they're equal, Madness like your children. Is, yeah. Yeah. They're equal like my children. Madness Records is the firstborn child, if you will. Mm-hmm. That that one came first. The podcast, the We Touch of Madness, by the way, that's what a podcast is called. If anybody yeah. out there wants to check out my stuff, check it out. Uh, that that is my 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 second child, if you will. Okay, so but let's be real here, okay? I think people are just afraid to say who their favorite kid is you know because they don't want to hurt their feelings okay no 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 no, no, no. That's <laughs> but let's be real I, there's, there's, there's no, someone no, no, no. there's someone shit. you like more than the other it's like i mean come on but it's come like on. that it's like that in life as it is there's always going to be something that you like a lot better than than something else there's always going to be someone that you like better than someone else so yeah i like one more than i like the other Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not gonna say who it is because I don't want to hurt the other one's feelings. Yeah. Right. 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 Totally. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. It's been raining over where I am, and thunder's just been dropping. So I'm just uh, just gonna keep this going. But okay, I can't do you hear no thunder. do you personally play any instruments? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. My okay. instrument is my voice. Is is my talking? That's my instrument. <laughs> Your voice is no, an I don't instrument. Play no instrument. My voice is an instrument. What would you play if you were, if you were to play? Right. I. Hmm. See, that's a tough one because there's not really an instrument I would, I I would want to play or have an inclination to want to learn how to play it. There is a two instruments that I have to learn how to play for a challenge I've been given all the way back in season one and season two of my podcast, which I'm trying to learn the those instruments for for those challenges. But uh No, I don't I don't really have an instrument I really I want to play. Is it a piano? No. Guitar. A guitar and a drum and a drum and a drum kit. Those are two things I've got to learn. Hey, hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Can you rap? Hmm. You want freestyle uh, right now? I, I, I can. <laughs> it's usually when I do it to myself or if I'm that or if I'm doing lyrics back to my artist who I manage where he's like, right. You rap this, tell me what it sounds like, sort of thing. Or if I rap it in my head. Uh huh. But okay, if you want a freestyle, I'll give you a freestyle. Okay. Because after you go, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, Sunshine. You, you, said, you, gave, you gave the challenge, so you've got to do it first. You give me your best one, and then I'll give you my best. All right, all right. You want the best, huh? Okay. There's there's not going to be any music though, because I haven't gone that far. But you're not putting any music on the overlay. No, these these are raw rhymes. Okay, this is the real raw deal. Rhymes. All right, I don't know if okay. you're ready for this. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Putting me on. Okay. Okay. B five for Fana. I'm a fucking banana. I'm gonna go in the hammock. Yeah, I'm a stamina. Yeah, I'm a stander. I'm a bystander. I got the plan in a planner. I got the planet on my shoulders, and I'm not gonna hold her off the shoulder. <laughs> I can't. All right, that was that was fucking dumb. Okay, but you, you're your not turn. gonna hold her off the. Sh- you're not gonna hold her off the shoulder. But those rhymes are that colder that you might as well be the Antarctic. Look at you. You're looking like a little dick. Now you're saying that you're rocking up in a banana, but you ain't got nothing to show. Now that's what I call it. Na 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 na. Yeah. <laughs> me, man. Fuck me. <laughs> I like that. I actually like that. So I think, I think the trick to like getting better is just seeing what sticks and what doesn't. Like, it's just rapping, you know. Rapping is like poetry. Yes. It, it it has to rhyme, but words don't have to specifically rhyme to each other as long as it makes sense and it sounds familiar enough where it, to the untrained ear it sounds like it is rhyming. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it, 
it's it's like poetry. That's the way that I see it. No, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think rapping is poetry in motion. If you're really good right. at English, you're gonna have a great time with rapping. Well, I'm an Englishman who lives in Scotland, so I think my English is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, you know what I'm saying? Grammar and all that shit. If, the mean. subject, you know. Yeah. All right. Now that you said what you said about rapping, I'm gonna give it another go. You don't have to go after me, but I wanna. With what you just said, I'm gonna put it into this uh, this new freestyle. All right. Before you before you do the freestyle, think of the context of what you want to go for. Then, as you start doing one or two lines, you will actually envision the the next two or three lines in the back of your head before you start saying them. Mm-hmm. I think what it, what the thing for me is just I want to be continuous. I don't like pauses. You know, I don't like being slow. But I get what you're saying. So, because like I'm really, I'm not at that point yet where I can like think behind my head. But I'll try. I'll try. Okay. All right. Give me a countdown. Okay. Five, four, three, one. I got my bitch in the back of the house. She wearing blue Max and a big blouse. Then I look at the grass. It's brown. And then I go up, down, back to town. And I'm like, what's up? Why you have a brown? And I'm like, what? What is upside down? And I got a phone, it's on my jacket. Oh, it's in my pocket. I'ma pack it. Got a hot pocket. I'ma keep and stack it. I got the racks all off. That was it. See, I see what you I see what you were doing there when you went with the stack it, but you should have carried on to the point where you can attack it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I that was good. Okay. The I, I'm kind of old school when it comes to to rap. I like when I listen to rap and I listen to hip hop. I like to hear the story behind the the lyrics that the, the that the rappers and that the artists are doing. I'm old school like that. I mm-hmm. like the story. I don't fuck mumble rap. Fuck the Island Boys, by the way. Fuck them. Fuck mumble rap. I don't know if I said that one already, but fuck mumble rap. Mm-hmm. That is not music to me. That is not music. That is just shit. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I, it's just saying words. Yeah, that don't like, it's like, like to quote Natty Snaps, who I had on my show uh, a little while ago, who actually done a freestyle mumble rap to piss me off. <laughs> if you haven't checked out that episode, I highly suggest everybody that you do check it out. Check him, him out. He was fucking hilarious. Made me feel uncomfortable, which is very rare. <laughs> no, like. But, I agree. Yeah. I agree with uh, what you said. Mumble rap literally takes no skill. It's no effort. I think actually rapping, like forming like a whole story, actual sentences, that takes skill. Like that's why I love the skill of rapping. Because when you get better and better, you're like, damn, I'm fucking dope. If you like stories behind, uh, behind the lyrics, you actually like to listen to behind the lyrics i highly suggest that you check out my artist big q check out his music big q every song yeah big q every song that he does is a story every single song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what do you think about um like the double entendres like the meanings of each you- bar like do you like that oh, you mean- 
what you mean uh saying one thing but meaning something else like say um off the top of the head off the top of my head i'm gonna so it's like uh Fuck, no, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm insane. No, like, yeah, yeah, like, one sentence has more than one meaning. Oh, yeah, that's, that's quite common, actually. In yeah, a, it's dope. A lot of, in a lot of music, it's very common. It's a very common thing, because a single sentence can mean different things to different people, depending on their mood when they're listening to it. So you can listen to a certain song when you're in a bad mood. You're like, yeah, okay, that that line there that sticks out to me that's incredible because it make it just resonates with how i'm feeling but then you can listen back to the same song when you're in a good mood come across that same line you'd be like holy shit what the fuck's just happened yeah and oh i just thought of one right off the top of my head and since you said you hate mumble rap but think about it okay uh-huh. this one's by young thug okay he said catch a body like a cheerleader because when you're cheerleading, you actually catch a body. Like, you know, they jump up and then you catch the body as they fall down. Then, you know, catch a body is like, you actually killed someone. That's not funny, but it's like, damn. But yeah, I, hate, I actually Wait, do what? not like mumble rap. Is, the, is that an actual thing over there in America? Because yeah. most of the stuff we hear about America is in movies, so... Obviously, like the whole cheerleading, I thought that was just in the cheesy American films over here. <laughs> but that's an that's an actual thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in um, like for sports, like we have American football. Like they which, cheerlead, which is basically rug, which is American football, which I am going to offend pretty much your entire demographic here right now. But I don't care. Cancel me. You can try, but I'll come back. American football is just basically rugby. But with extra padding because you're pussies and you're afraid to get hurt. But here's the thing, right? I don't even watch American football, okay? And I'm I'm not going to disagree because I actually do think rugby's a lot tougher than American football. I don't. I can't even name you one person who I know who actually watches American football. But I'm more of a basketball guy. Do you like basketball? When. Not really. I've played. I've played basketball a couple of times when I was a kid, but I say I'm not. I'm not actually a sporty person. I don't really like sports. I don't really see the point in sports. I mean, especially people who sit at home and watch the sports on the TV. Yet they will criticize me when I'm. I'm sat at home and I'm playing a computer game. They're saying that I'm wasting yeah. my time. So, well, I'm actually doing something. I'm actually playing a game, using my head. I'm thinking about certain things when I'm when I'm playing a game. You're just sat there on the sofa, getting fatter, watching other people do that. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the point in it myself, to be honest. I feel like those are the same people who say uh, poetry and rapping are not similar. Yeah, but those people are morons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a night and day or American and English people. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah, similar but but different. Yeah. I like that analogy. That was a very good analogy. <laughs> Dude, that, that's what I'm like saying. That. Okay, listen, Lawrence, Lawrence. All right. Let's I'm going to be real. Everything, I think everything is similar to each other, like one another or connected in some way, right? When you're rapping, you have to write 
you actually have to write bars or if you're making a song you have to write lyrics right writing that is the sole thing that connects a lot of things writing for note taking journaling or uh, making a to-do list right it's, it's so important for everything everyday life it's like one of those things um it's like games and, and or like wasting like you know people watch sports literally the exact same as watching a movie or anything because you're literally looking at a screen for entertainment i really think oh but yeah well yeah you are right with movies but with movies it is different because there's a storytelling element behind movies well yeah 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 that's now that's how they're different it's not what not watching sports where it's just like oh someone kicked a ball or someone hit a ball with a with a tennis racket cool Someone scored a point. Cool. I would say the activity, the activity is the exact same, but the overall, like, if you look deeper into it, yeah, it's completely different. Two different things. Mm. But I don't think the people. This is not to defend people who watch sports, but this is they. I think they watch it. They're literally. It's like listening to a rapper, right? If they're really good at their craft, they're like, "This shit's dope," right? It's also like watching sports. These are actually top athletes competing against one another. They're like at their best, you know. And it's like uh, movies. These are these are the best actors in the well. They're not the greatest, but they are. They're really good at acting. And this shit, this story is so cool. So you're like, this is entertaining. But you know, it's like there's nuances and shit. Um, I'd rather play sports than watch them. Yeah. I would, I would, I'm the same. I would rather play, uh, have like going, going down the park with a couple of friends, having a kickabout with a with a football. I'd rather do that. I I, I hate football, but it's the camar- it's, it's the camaraderie when when you're playing, isn't it? And then after like been down the park with your friends, you kick the ball about for a bit. You go to the pub, have a pint, sorted, yeah. and then then go home. Yeah, just boys just, being boys. Just, just um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Staying out of trouble. <clears throat> now I notice that you keep mentioning rap a lot, so I'm taking. I'm guessing that's your your favorite genre of music. How'd you know? I listen to I everything, but I like. Uh, yeah, I guess I like rap. I listen to predominantly rap. I'm just trying to figure out what subgenre of rap that you mostly listen to, because obviously. With every genre of music, there is a hundred subgenres of that one mm-hmm. subject. So I'm just trying to figure out what what subgenre do you mostly listen to then? So this is your show, and I'm asking you bloody right, questions. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the exact same thing I do, but uh, I I go through phases, Florence. All right, I'm not like I don't listen to one thing um all the time because I think that just bores me and I get sick of it, sick and tired of it. So I like switch everything to everything. You know, I go through phases. But I guess right now I'm actually like I really like like genuine lyrical rap. Like because I'm actually trying to get better at rapping. Like I don't want to suck, you know? I think you could if you, you learn from the best, you can actually get better and better and better, you know. So you do rapping yourself like like genuinely do rapping yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do it as a, on the down low. 
send some of your shit to me, man. I'll take a listen. Listen, listen. You said you need you if you can. You notice passion, all right? Listen, I'll I got passion, passion, but my shit's not good right now. I'll send you it when I'm ready. All right. All right. Okay. That's fine. S- send it to me when you're ready. All right. You have my email, so send it to me when you're ready. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, lyrical rap. That was that's what I was on. I like listening to. This might sound like you know kind of obvious, but genuinely, I do listen to Eminem. Like, like, like his lyrics, his, the way that his cadences, the way he rhymes, is just you can learn so much from him. Like, you know, sure it may not sound the greatest, but you cannot admit. That he is not a good rapper. But every single song that he's done sticks into your head. Yeah. Yeah. You could forget about a song and then years later hear it on a radio. You'll just hear the first five seconds of the beat starting. You go, holy shit, I remember this song. And then next thing you know, you're fucking rapping along to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, what else? I do like Kendrick. But I didn't listen to his newest album, like J Cole. Kendrick Lamar. Huh? What? Ken Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, yeah. I've not actually heard any of his music. It's, oh, really? A, so, yeah, I, 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 I don't really listen to that sort of genre of rap anymore. I used to when I was younger, but I, I don't really listen to it much anymore. You mean like, like, what genre are you talking about? Like, like streets or like? The the main genres that I listen to, uh, they're Juggalo, you know, Insane Clown Posse, Twisted, and all that. I listen to a lot of their a lot of them. Um, I listen to a lot of horrorcore rap. So you've got Kid Crusher and Lexa Hexmaster, the ROC. Uh, I I also listen to a lot of country rap, which I'm sure you can probably tell by my hat: the Shiner, Moonshine Bandits, the Lax, Bubba Sparks, Top Ford. I, I listen Hard Target. I listen to a lot of that. Well, mm-hmm. what is Juggalo? Juggalo, whoop whoop. Juggalo is family. Really? Juggalo is family. Juggalo is family. Juggalo is life. You can go somewhere. I, I, I've, I've, I've asked this question a couple of times to a couple of uh, Juggalo rappers that I've had on my show, or just general people like who like the music in the street and all that. And it's like. What what is a juggalo to you? What is a juggalo? And the answer is always the same. Juggalo is life. Juggalo is family. Mm-hmm. You would never find a more welcoming group of people. I mean, you could go to a show, uh, like uh, like a, like a small town, a small time underground horrorcore juggalo show, anywhere around the world, and uh, you can go on your own. But as soon as you turn up, you won't be on your own anymore. You'd be surrounded by family because everybody's just so welcoming. Because I don't know the music. The music is is great. The atmosphere is amazing. But you never feel alone when you're around other juggalos. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they'll and if you're going, then if you at the end of the show, if you're walking down the street, walking back to your hotel room by yourself or whatever, and get a little bit too drunk or can't walk straight, there'll be a couple of people from the show like making sure you get back to where you're staying that night all right. 
Definitely, there, okay. you always have people looking after you. That's cool. You won't get, will not get that anywhere else. Can I be a juggalo? Who wants a juggalo? They just don't know it yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Dope. Dope. But yeah, put me on to some uh, artists that you really think are are good. Hard Target, Country Rap, Country Rapper, Hard Target. His music has been absolutely phenomenal right now. Mm-hmm. Hard Target. Definitely check him out. Yeah, okay. Hard Target. His music is... I mean, I'll, I'll put his music videos on, on, on my TV there behind me. And my two-year-old son will start dancing along and starts trying to sing along to his songs. <laughs> so he, he's doing some really good stuff at the moment. Yeah. Teach him while they're young. I'm hoping to- I'm hoping to get him on my show at some point. You will. Just believe it. I will. I will get him on my show. I'm, I've got a couple, a couple of others coming on my show. I can't say who they are, though. Uh, confidentiality and all that. I can't say who they may or may not be, but there is a couple of other big names that I'm, I've got coming on my show in the, in the near future. All right. And also, you wouldn't want to like say it and then they don't show up. You know. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want yeah, to jinx yeah. myself. So, uh, <laughs> I do have a question. Like, what is a dream guest that you would want on your show? That I would love. That I would want to have on my show a dream guest. Oh, well. <clears throat> if any of your viewers and listeners out there follow my social, my podcast, social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You have already seen a list of people who I really want on my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, uh, that's then, a plug. <laughs> nice. That's that's a plug there, right there. Just check me out. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just just look up a wee touch of madness and find me there. Okay. Um, okay. but there, there. I will tell. I will say this though. This is quite funny. Um, there, there's this one, one country rap duo that I really like. I'm not. I'm not going to say who they are. Um, but yeah, I really like them. I really like their music, you know, and all that. I follow their social media through my my podcast page and my personal page. And I started putting up a load of stories promoting a few of my episodes of my stories on Instagram. And I noticed that they started like actually seeing the stories on Instagram. They were, like actually seeing them and then checking it out. And then I started post doing more posting, promoting my stuff, and then they started loving my stories. So I was just like, "Hmm, okay, maybe they want might want to come on my show." So then I tagged them on a story, saying, "Look, I really want such and such to come on my show. What does everybody think?" Tagged them, made sure I tagged I tagged them three times on the story. One that you that was visible, the other two just hidden in the background so you couldn't see it, just to make sure that they got it, because. They they were liking every single story within five ten minutes of me posting it. Mm-hmm. It, it was there, love, love it, brilliant. Every time I tagged them, I'd done it for a whole two weeks, tagging them every single day. And literally five minutes after the twenty four hour timer ran out, that's when they started seeing my stories again. So then I tried to time <laughs> time the stories to making sure I got it where when they were on. No, they never, they never saw it, and I was fucking gutted. After two weeks, I was just like, "Fuck, hey, damn, that's 
You ne- they never came on? No, they never came on. I even messaged them, like, the, the band page and their personal mm-hmm. pages if they wanted to come on the show, but because they don't follow me back, it's stuck in their request folder. Damn. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll keep trying. Because yeah, I really yeah, yeah. Keep show. trying. Don't give up. Don't give up. I'm not going Okay. <laughs> Have I given you the impression that I give up? There, there are some lazy ass people out there, in the, in that I know, and I'm just, I'm just like, bro, you know, whatever. But now, who would be your dream guest? You want on the show, and you can't say me because I'm already here. Fuck, dude, that's like, that's like asking who, who's my favorite kid? You know, if I had a kid, but <laughs> man, uh. I haven't really thought about that, but I'm. I guess I really want to talk to uh to either like Joe Rogan, Pete Davidson, Kanye West, or or Bobby Lee, or just Bobby just Lee. just someone totally random that makes it like you know who's Bobby Lee. No, oh, he's he's an Asian comedian. I just find him funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and who the fuck's Pete Davidson? Oh, he's the uh He was on SNL. He he's uh Don't worry about it. Skeet. Any of this ring a bell? Okay. Don't worry about it. You're not missing much. Nope. <laughs> What do you think about UK Drill? UK Drill, I'm not a fan myself. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I get that. Cause I, like, I can see it being popular, but I don't really think it's anything too crazy oh, myself. It's, it's extremely popular over here. I, I'd walk, down, I'd walk uh, down the street on my way to my day job, and I would hear some kids blasting out on their phone, like, uh-huh. listening to it as they're walking about. I, UK drill over here is extremely popular because UK music, homegrown music is extremely popular. And um, do you think I can? Do you think it's because the youth, the young kids, they think it's cool? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. TikTok has helped massively with that um, because it's what all the kids do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, radio and and TikTok has helped. Massively, but also the talent that has come out from you from from the drill scene over here is it has been absolutely amazing. You've got like Stormzy and, and all that. That's uh, don't get me, I, I'm not a big fan of UK drill, I've listened to a lot of it. I can either take it or leave it because mm-hmm. it, it's not my sort of music that I would listen to normally. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I guess I want to know throughout your entire like life up to this point, what advice do you have for me? Don't give up. Don't give up, but remember to take breaks. Good advice. Yeah. You want if you want to do something, do it. Yeah, that dude. Oh my god. You just opened up Pandora's box, but 
That's true. Don't give up or just do things now. I feel like so many people, they wait for the opportunity when we, and they waste so much time. And there's, they're just like, no, I think if I do this like tomorrow or, you know, push it off till tomorrow or a week and then they just don't do it. And then it just perpetuates in this endless cycle of just waiting and then you don't do it. And then it's like, there is no perfect time. I think you just have to do it now. You'd have to just do it. Why push off tomorrow what you can do today? Yeah. But one thing I will say, though, if there is something that you want to do, then obviously, yes, do it. Do it the the moment you can do it. But before you actually settle down and dedicate time, your time to do it, research research and research you don't want to start doing something and then completely and utterly fuck it up watch it fail around you and not realize what the fuck you've done wrong so research the fuck out of whatever you're whatever you were doing it's all facts no printer i guess my last question for you is if you were reincarnated as an animal what would you be Ooh. Curveball. I'd say a unicorn. I'd say a unicorn. Oh shit, no one's ever said that before. You're unique. Gotcha, I like that. I'm unique, I'm fabulous, and it's actually the, the Scotland's national animal. Right, that's, that's so, that's so dope, national dude. animal Holy Scotland. shit. Okay. My, okay. When, my, if, when my wife watches this, she would be like, see, I'm, I'm, for an Englishman, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been an absolute blast, man. I, I had fun. I had fun. So did I. I had a lot of fun with um, doing this with you. I'm, I can't say it's, it's weird me being a guest uh, on a on a show. So I, I I need to get used to that. But I've had a I had a lot of fun. Yeah, but so I broke I broke the cherry. Yep, you broke the my guest cherry. Yep, yep. If you will. Shout your stuff, man. Shout out my stuff. <clears throat> right, everybody. This uh, I was Loz on Jordan's show here, and if you want to check out my show, A Wee Touch of Madness, follow me on social media at A Wee Touch of Madness. You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have a TikTok page as well, but I haven't posted on anything on there yet. So stay tuned for that one. If you want to pay, peep out my show, just go on to either Spotify Again, type in a wee touch of madness. You'll find all of my episodes there on Spotify. If you want to watch the videos on YouTube, just search up Madness Records on YouTube. You'll find us and you'll find all of my episodes there, plus music videos from some of the artists on our roster. If you want to check out anything from Madness Records, then go to www.madnessrecords.co.uk and you'll get the breakdown on every single thing that we do and every single person involved. And that was Lawrence Richards, everyone. That was a hell of a lot of information, though, as well. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you listen this far, follow follow Lawrence on uh, everything that he just said. Check out his show, his podcast. Check out his label, and follow Rate Jordan on on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Spotify, all that. And thank you, everyone. Toodaloo. See ya. Peace. Bye. Peace.